It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. Hello, hello, oh, my friends. Uh, the brakes may be needing a little adjustment, but easy on the curves. <laughs> Not a glitch to have you Just got fixed like you. This all on you? This all on your cow? The reference here is very obscure. Welcome, foolish mortals. It's time to talk Disney. <laughs> Disney in the house. It's that favorite time of our week. It's, it's it's the best time. It is pretty fun that when you're dealing with all the other issues of life, you know, to be able to go, uh, let's just talk about Disney for a while, shall we? I mean, it's what we do in our regular <laughs> life, too. We're just like, this sucks. Let's talk about Disney instead. Totally true. Uh, and on YouTube, same thing. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. When you get tired of watching the news, don't you? Doesn't everybody go and watch Disney rides on YouTube? I don't even watch news anymore. Why would you? Like, <laughs> the only newscasts I do watch are ones that have to do with Disney. Like, oh, that, all right. That, that's all I need to know about. Oh. You know. All the important news covered. E- essentially so. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Uh, so let's get into it. Yeah. Let's, let's talk some Disney media today, shall we? I'm down with that. Now, okay with I know that. the answer to this, but I'll ask you anyway. Have you been to see a movie in a movie theater in a while, Steve? Poor AMC. They are so mad at me. They are just sending me the nicest emails ever. Like, hey, we miss you. Come on back. (laughs) Your seat misses you. We've left to open for you all of these months. How do you feel about free popcorn? You want free popcorn? They're trying to give you free popcorn now? Yeah, legitimately. And free refills on popcorn and ice uh, drinks and stuff, I think it is, you know? takes the time to get up in the middle of a movie and go get more popcorn well that's exactly it they know that's the case yeah they totally know anyway yes would you fill up on your way out you're like perfect i'll just pick up some popcorn for the drive home we've talked about that a bit right no Mm -mm. yeah you don't want popcorn all over your car (laughs) i mean (laughs) there are worse things that your car could smell like than popcorn but yeah you, you probably don't want popcorn all over your car it's been forever, but remind me, we, yeah, we did. We used it when we got the big tubs. We'd take the tub home, like when it was like halfway gone, right? Yeah. I would take it home. It, I can tell if the popcorn's not good by how much popcorn's left at the end of the movie. <laughs> because if it's good popcorn, you consume all of it. If it's not good popcorn, there's still some left over. No, that's actually completely not true. If it's good or bad, I'm going to eat the same amount. It doesn't matter. It's just oh. depending on how good the movie is. Oh, okay. That's what it really is. Oh, about. all yeah. right. I had it all wrong. It's all about the movie. It's all about movies. And Disney is um, a little uncertain about the movie future for them. Mm. Um, Black Widow uh, came out a week ago and it did really, really well on its first week out. Uh, Really good in the box office. People were excited, I think, to get back into a theater and see a Marvel, an MCU film. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, you know, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. But then the second week, it dropped off exponentially so much that uh, a lot of people were like, well, what's going on? Why is mm. the movie bad? Like, what is mm-hmm. this? Um, and there are, I was reading an article and it said, I hate it when they say this, unnamed sources. Who are the unnamed sources? Like, that doesn't seem like it's good journalism. Like, don't you have to quote your sources for things? 
you have to have a source or is it just like hearsay on the internet so they're like unnamed sources it could be very much that right yeah usually it's actually quite the opposite it is a fairly high-ranking individual that does that doesn't want to go on record Mm. at least that's what it used to be well i don't know how deep the intel goes on disney right i don't know i really don't know i would imagine pretty deep actually i would assume so uh we're gonna call this unnamed source jack sparrow though because they are suggesting that black widow is the most pirated title to date during the pandemic ah yes the the highest the highest pirated title to come out during the pandemic now how would you go about pirating such a thing i really don't know like potentially i'm gonna throw this out there and i am not a computer whiz by any stretch of the imagination but if you have disney plus on a computer yeah there are no there are a number of things that can capture your screen oh yeah yeah, yeah, correct yeah, yeah so i assume that if you have disney plus on your computer you could potentially screen capture whatever you're watching and distribute it i guess sure I, I really don't know. I don't know if people have safeties against that kind of thing or not. I have no idea. And I imagine that there's a high amount of um, password sharing and stuff, right? With oh, for sure. Plus. Yeah. We don't yeah. know anybody. Nobody's given us their passwords. Yeah. Where's our share? <laughs> like, like it might, seems like the kind of thing where like, uh, like families with adult adults in the family, yeah. each, each family might have like a hulu a netflix and a disney plus account and then they just share with each household so all three households all have all three you know uh, it sounds like something that they would probably do i don't think that counts as pirating though okay because they are still paying for the content at that point at least somebody would have this subscription so, yeah somebody would have to be paying for it hmm. so I'm not sure how it's become the most pirated title to date, but it's it is one of the things that Disney is pointing to to suggest why Black Widow's numbers dropped off so bad in the mm. second week. I personally, my theory is that there were a lot of really excited people that wanted to get back into a theater and they wanted to see a Marvel movie in a theater. Yeah. And then once all those people had seen it in that first week, there's just not enough people to sustain those numbers after that. I would say that that was, would be true based on the people that I'm talking to and people that I know and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, movie, the people that, and not only, so people going back to the movie, I would say it's a very small percentage of people already. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're totally going back right away. Sure. And I bet that the people that the movie going people are kind of the people that are a little bit more, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, it, it feels like, nobody's in a hurry to get back to a movie. Well, and the, I think this is a major issue for movie theaters because the cost of movies is infamously high. That's the real problem, right? And then to go on top of the fact that there's a lot of uncertainty with the pandemic. Some people are uncomfortable. Some people don't care. There's like a, a wide range of reactions to movie theaters in general. Yeah. So I'm, I, I like to think that maybe my theory is right, that maybe there just wasn't enough people that are willing to go back to a theater to go back and see it. Yeah. But they're also still talking about how, uh, you know, releasing it on Disney Plus for an extra $30, um, it seemed like a viable thing for a long time. But then even with this, 
they're not 100% sure that it's working. And we heard about that early on, that a lot of movie theaters were saying that if you choose to go that way, then we're going to ban all of your movies completely, Yeah, basically. So, like, if you might do it for one of your smaller titles, but then we won't carry your bigger titles either, so your numbers will be hit by it also. So it's, it was a two-way relationship that they right. wanted to keep that going. So yeah. I can't imagine movie theaters being like, we're not releasing another MCU movie if you release this on Disney+. Plus." <laughs> like, okay, that's an empty threat. We know you're going to release this in your theaters, 100%. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't realize how temporary their, uh, their premium plus... Uh, movie thing on Disney Plus was going to be. Hmm. I thought it was going to be a more consistent thing, but uh, word on the street, that famous street that everyone puts words on for some reason. Yeah, well, I like these people. Is the Jungle Cruise, which opens at the end of this month, is um, it's supposed to be the final movie to get a Disney Plus premiere access service. Oh, really? Before they send it back to the vault? But, well, the premier access is going to the vault? I guess. I think maybe they just, they prefer, obviously they prefer people going to a movie theater. There's like a symbiotic relationship between movie studios and movie theaters. Yeah. Um, and I feel like movie theaters were hit particularly hard during the pandemic since they're so non-essential. Oh, and, yeah. Um, since they are in such an enclosed space for a lot of people, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. So I think they've been really hard hit by this this kind of situation. And so I think Disney's trying to play nice and be like, okay, we're going to send everything else to theaters. But I wonder, in the same way with Black Widow, are there going to be enough people to justify sending it back to the theaters or are they going to head back to Disney Plus after that? Great questions, right? All, all good are, questions. That's just all the, that's just where we're at, folks. It, it, it's just all good questions. I miss seeing, especially because like we had, um, we'd go on like five dollar Tuesday night. You know, yeah, that was a really fun time to do that. Yeah, um, I miss that experience to do that, and I I look forward to the day we get to go to do that again. Yeah, the idea of going to spend fifteen dollars on a movie right now, I think, is what the ticket would be for us each so it's like 30 plus concessions and everything yeah like i'm not in a hurry to ever we could that buy that on disney plus if we wanted mm-hmm. to spend 30 dollars. <laughs> it was interesting though with the movies and different things that i was curious if like they were you know like i was wondering had they already re- released cruella on blu-ray in stores and are they still releasing shows on blu-ray in stores the answer is yes just to releasing yeah yeah because we saw like raya and the last dragon like yeah that was for sale but obviously like not the brand new movies that you yeah, see yeah corella's not out on blu-ray yet yeah 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 it's because i was wondering even even that like even if they were to go if they were to go direct to dvd right like if they did that direct to dvd sorry listen how old i am we love if it. they would go direct to VHS. Uh, you know if they release it would you spend 15 or 20 bucks on it the first weekend out if you could to watch sure, it at home? yeah i mean here's the thing the one thing that i love about blu-rays is special features it's the the main thing that i miss from getting blu-rays yeah is the ability to see behind the scenes stuff interviews special effects 
that kind of stuff really interests me. So I love getting a movie and being able to see all that stuff. So I do miss that aspect of it. Uh, if they were releasing it on Blu-ray, I'd probably be more inclined to get it if it had that kind of stuff on it. The special features and stuff. Don't they have it where you can go into the movies on Disney Plus and then it like asks you if you want to watch special features? Yeah, but the special features are always like, here's the theatrical preview. Oh. And it's like, I don't want to see that. I want no. to see all the special features. That's what I love. Like, even with big movies like The Hobbit and mm-hmm. things like that, oh, yeah. I've held off on buying them because all I want is to buy the super special editions that have all the behind the scenes stuff on it. Even yeah. more so than watching the movie. I know I've said it before, but it's really my favorite part of watching movies. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. So. I, I hate to say it that if they did just start doing a direct Blu-ray release kind of thing, I might be excited about it. Yeah. But there there is no replacing a theater experience. There are there are certain kinds of films yeah. that just benefit from a theater experience. Yeah, where else could you go and step step through sticky coke and Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, the theater we go to is amazingly it's nice. Beautiful. And, like it has reclining seats and like it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And heated seats cuz I'm always cold. Oh, they do. I forgot about the heated seats. Yeah. Um, oh, that's worth that's worth five dollars alone. It is not worth fifteen. <laughs> not for fifteen. But it is worth five. <laughs> well, what I and like scary movies and exciting movies are definitely better in a theater because at home it's hard to focus sometimes. So I understand the draw to go to a theater. I I, I understand that Disney is now um, trying to decide when is the right time to pull the Disney Plus premiere uh, access versus keeping it on there you know with the releases any chance that with theaters struggling i i haven't looked into this at all but do you think that there's any chance that disney might like buy out amc if they were struggling that bad because it really blows me away that disney doesn't own theaters themselves you know uh i think that was struck down when they got rid of the uh the studio program okay because it used to be that studios did own movie theaters and would only show their movies Core, so it's illegal now and i think they said it was too much of a monopoly and they told them they couldn't do that anymore i think Don't oh those are good words here right it's been so long since we've heard too much of a monopoly too much of a monopoly <laughs> calm down and disney's already accused of being too much of a monopoly as it is could you imagine if they I, bought out all the amc theaters for sure yeah like i totally forgot there was like even a thing yeah <laughs> um but another thing i am excited for on disney plus uh, comes out on July 21st. They're debuting a new theme park inspired series called Behind the Attraction. Oh, stop it. Which is 100% my gig. Uh, Y'all, I love, I told you, I love the behind the scenes stuff. Me too. And so the show takes Disney fans behind the scenes of classic rides like Star Tours, Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, with the help of anecdotes from Disney employees and Imagineers who helped create them in the first place. Oh, that's fun. And I love that kind of stuff. I have I have searched that stuff out on YouTube for years, and I'm mm. so excited that Disney is putting per- together a professional face for that kind of stuff. Oh, I love it. Totally. It's like the Animal Kingdom series that we saw for, you know. The, the, yeah, uh, the animals and stuff. I wish that show would come back. Me too. Get I, to it, Josh Gad. What have you been doing? Right. We know you've just been sitting at home. 
Uh, it was all voiceover work too. You could just film it in your closet. <laughs> Don't even leave the house. Great gig. But um, I understand that they they want to do like Star Tours, Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion. Those are big ones that people want to know about. But I would love for them. I mean, even though it would be stepping on our toes, I would love to do them them to do the more obscure rides that aren't there anymore, mm. and do a, a detailed history on those and the effects that they had on the parks, because. Sure you can't get to those anymore. And while it's fun to, to see information about a ride that you have ridden or can continue to ride, it's, I, I get more interested about the ones that are no longer there. Right. And they'll have all the vintage footage and Ooh. the blueprints and the plans and the designs. They might even have saved some. They weren't. I wish they would save animatronics, but the, Disney is notorious for just junking animatronics. Yeah. So, I wish they would have had had animatronics, but I know that they don't. Yeah, <laughs> especially those older ones. Uh, there's a uh, there's a Disney. I don't know if we'll call it a news rumor and lie, but there's a, a Disney mythos that when they tore down Nature's Wonderland, they literally just buried all the old animatronics and paved over them. Mm-hmm. So like when you're walking through Frontierland at Disneyland, you're literally walking over old animatronics that are just buried under cement. Yeah, I bet that's true. Didn't, so. And there was one that we heard, right, that like they will put them underneath like the walkways of like the Haunted Mansion underneath the Haunted Oh, yeah. They'll just store them down there. They just stick it underneath there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like old water heaters, basically. Like, right, when you replace <laughs> that, you just leave the old one there. I would, lo- I would love that, you know... To go to a, a Disney boneyard with all the old animatronics sitting around like re- rejected water heaters. <laughs> Be ridiculous. Oh, so sad. Hmm. But, um, so we're going to move on from media then, unless you have something else to add. You Not good? Not that I know of. Okay. I'm excited. I want to get back to the movie so bad. There's like four movies. They're stacking up now. They are know. stacking up now. It's going to be big. They're, they the they keep on getting me real close to spending some money on Disney Plus to watch movies, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, now that we know it's going away forever. Right. Again or something. <laughs> Soon-ish. Who knows? I'm really excited about Jungle Cruise. So it's another one of those like Cruella that I'm really excited to see that I'm like, oh gosh, should I just go ahead and spend the money or should I wait months to actually see it? And I hate to be that cheap about it but it was if there was like two or three movies that would stack up in there that you're like okay we'll go ahead and pay the 30 bucks to see all three of them like over a weekend or something i guess but i don't want to see them all over a weekend i want to space them out like once a week or you know what i mean like you're so uh, high maintenance i know this this is the problem (laughs) right there that's it because if we could do that cruella black widow and jungle cruise you know and all the other ones weren't available then that would totally work yeah anyway um, let's, let's stop watching TV and head to the park, shall we? I like parks. Um, so you heard some interesting news about Blue Bayou this week. So it reopened. The Blue Bayou, um, has been, it's at the, uh, it's at the Pirates. It's inside the Pirates building. You, they, we get to smell their food and they get to watch our faces <laughs> as we go on the rides. It's a symbiotic relationship with each other. Um, I honestly, when I was a kid, I thought they were robots. 
they're just characters. Yeah, legitimately. Like, I'm like, what a weird addition. Like, even as a kid, I was like, why would they put a restaurant scene in the pirates thing next to this bayou full of sinking houses and alligators? Right. So, so weird. So and then I think I was probably like 10 or 11 when someone was like, no, that's a restaurant. Those are people. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Oh, we get to go eat over there. That sounds great. And we never did because it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. So the Blue Bayou, it has been closed, right, since the park reopened they've been reopening things slowly um and um while they get staffing and everything else all worked out and all the things that they have to do so blue bayou is one that has just recently reopened this week and when it did they are now serving alcoholic beverages in the park now um i believe they were were they already serving alcoholic beverages in the star wars area of the park before that I seem to think that that was a big to do. It sure was. Yeah, it was absolutely a big to do because it was the first time they'd been serving alcohol in, um, in Disneyland, Disneyland. Yeah. and people were like, "Well, the thing is, is that that's actually not part of Disneyland at all. It's on a separate piece of property. It's been deed off. You know, it's just it can, some stuff like that." And you're like, oh, "I don't think that really counts." <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it's not really part of Disneyland. It's part of a planet far, far, far away. Right? I'd be like that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. No, they literally were trying to say like it's part of a separate deed, and that's why they're able to do it. And they're like, "No, that's not really the truth either. That they've had the ability to do it forever." Hmm. Um, what was like? It's really because. They didn't want to have a bunch of drunk people all over the place. Well, it was Walt's original concern. Uh, He had been to enough fairs and things and seen people that get too intoxicated around a bunch of kids and it gets really uncomfortable. So originally he's like, I don't want to serve alcohol because I want it to be a family park where everyone can be enjoying things together and you're not you're not in the risk of having somebody get overly intoxicated and cause trouble you know i guess now they'd rather the money but that's the thing is that they just kind of (laughs) know that it it's not as likely although we've been to epcot and people do (laughs) we've been with people we've i've known people that have walked up to me and like you are drunk as a skunk yeah i am too cheap for that so not me but well, and that's another deterrent isn't it that the the drinks cost like 14 dollars a drink that people right. are like i've only had 17 i'm like you spent a small fortune on alcohol today literally did you skip your mortgage this month for liquor <laughs> what oh it's crazy bizarre but uh yeah no they're they're allowing the blue bayou to now be drinking that you can drink there you can drink in galaxy's edge and um you can also drink in club 33 so wow. you know if you consider that it's either the second or third place, depending on how you count it. And that's the thing too, about the drinking in the park. Like Walt did allow it for his um, corporate guests and sponsors to Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He was okay with that. All the fancy folks got to drink in the park, just not the regular folk. (laughs) Just not the regular folk, but they're doing it now. Um, So that would be interesting. The drinks look, I mean, I don't know. They look kind of cool and interesting, I guess. Do they have Bayou juice or like, is it like themed? Or is it just alcohol? You no, know they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they had another really cool themed treat, too, that came out for, like, vegans of some sort in Galaxy's Edge. Oh. But as far as I know, it's not liquor-based, but maybe it is. I don't know. Who knows? We don't know, but, um, yeah. So all that's really exciting. I can't wait to go to the Blue Bayou, because I've actually never been there. I've, I Like I said, I have not been there either. Uh, every time I look at the menu... I get a little bit of agita where I'm like, oh, that's really expensive. I'm not sure I want to spend that much on the food. <laughs> it's true. I'll have to look at the menu to see what the prices are like there. Yeah, I mean, it, 
with enough preparation, I'd be okay with the price. Sure. If you had planned on it, maybe it would be worth the time and the the expense to go. Um, I did hear an interesting rumor yeah. that I've been trying to investigate. And of course, people love the secrecy that's involved in some of this. So I can't substantiate things. I can't nail down things as much as I would like to. But uh, a good friend of mine mentioned that the menus between the Blue Bayou and Club 33 have a lot of crossover, that the menus serve a lot of the same food. Uh-huh. And I, I do remember hearing that the Blue Bayou and Club 33 shared a kitchen space because they're very, very close together. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel like it because the the front of the stage kind of stuff is pretty far apart okay but in the in the backstage area they're really close together right and so it's like i i would believe that they probably shared a kitchen um but i didn't know that they had so much crossover with their actual menu like maybe they were prepared in the same kitchen but i didn't know that they were cooking the exact same thing for both yeah um, so I, I went around, you know, you look around on boards and stuff and you can only take things so, so seriously. Cause people are like, I'm a, I'm a lifetime member of club 33 and I don't think that's true. And then there's someone's like, I was a cast member and this is totally true. And like, there's no way to verify who's doing, who's telling the truth, you know? Well, yeah. And so the first thing I'd want to say was I'm very jealous of your friend that had the ability to go to both in the same two day period. Right. Like, how do I become that person? Right. <laughs> like, I am not making the right friends, apparently, because it's, I need the friends that are going to take me into the fancy places of Disney. That's what true. I need. Our friend gave us a keychain, and that was. Oh, a, and know, I was thrilled. Totally. I was so excited. I wore it with pride, and people were like, have you been there? I'm like, no, it's just a keychain. Isn't it wonderful? You know. You know, given the chance, though, if somebody said that you can either get like a dinner salad or a keychain, I would have picked the keychain. It's true. Just because you get to keep it longer, and, you know. I mean, yeah, However, salads would, don't keep long. Yeah, I, I would not say no to a salad. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know that's right. You, and would, you would give up a, a Club 33 keychain for a salad? No, I want both. I'll oh. totally take both. Okay. I want the keychain more, but I wouldn't say no to a salad okay. either. You know All right. Mean? I'll take it. So uh, for so, those of you wondering what to get Steve for Christmas, <laughs> it's a Club send him a salad. salad. Tell him it's Club 33 and he'll be thrilled. I'll totally believe it. Yeah. No, that's pretty great. And I think he did say, right, that like, yeah, like the menu was almost ex- that there was a lot of the yeah i think i think the number said was 80 percent crossover between the two great. menus mm. and so there were some conversations online with people saying yeah they totally share a kitchen um and then there were people saying you know recently that they may have separated kitchens or whatever but i think it's pretty fair to say that um Disney is is not foolish and if they're going to have a fancy kitchen making fancy food for one restaurant yeah it's pretty you can pretty much bet that they're going to be offering fancy food to the people in club 33 also right well and they do that a lot though with a lot of different restaurants that one will serve um the a little bit of quick serve and then like the full menu for the sit down. Yeah. Uh, you, you hear about that a lot. So it doesn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. And even if it wasn't a hundred percent true, you know, right? Like the fact that it's even within the realm of possibility that it could be questioned 
is close enough for me. Right. <laughs> like you would want to be like, oh, clutch my pearls. There's no way that Disney would put the commoners food in Club 33. But it, when you think about it, you're like, no, absolutely. They totally would. Of course they would. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. You and know? even if it's close enough. OK, you just saved me like $18,000. So right. I'm OK. with <laughs> I'm OK with believing it, even if it's not true. Well, and I also thought, you know, I, I have heard that the Club 33 food experience isn't as elevated as some people might want it to be. Oh, OK. And I wonder well, what if you do there. I, right. I wonder if the cost of being a member maybe sullies their opinion on the mm. food they're like we paid this much money and this my mashed potatoes are are lumpy i'm so mad about these lumpy mashed potatoes you know i agree i would too would you be mad about lumpy mashed potatoes well you, you know i go on about this all the time that like you can get a dollar pre-packaged mashed potatoes and it's just it's the same quality as you get like in restaurants oftentimes you're oh. like you know i have these in the cabinet for 99 cents right you do <laughs> Like it's presentation. It's the experience. I got a plate too. We oh, got, okay. We have very fancy square plates. They look beautiful. <laughs> just, we bought very specifically square plates so that we would look fancy. It's totally true. Yeah. I played it up nice. I, you know, yeah, you silverware. You're getting really good at plating. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay would not send your stuff back. Um, so if you've been to the blue Bayou, and you loved the food and the club 33 i think it's a very small percentage of people let us know is it all the same stuff and if you've been to the blue bayou was it worth it was it worth the the prices because i get kind of varying responses on that too Mm. i don't know the smell that garlic bread or whatever it is when we oh my gosh yeah it's too much it's good times i tell you what they totally do that i love the smell of that food um, but stepping away from food, um, a an update that I wasn't expecting that I don't know that anyone was really expecting, uh, PhilharMagic getting an update. Is it really? How weird is that? Like, they they always say, oh, our, our attractions are never finished and we always want to add to and we want to improve and things like that, which is great. Uh, but Philhar Magic wasn't one that I thought got a lot of updates. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Philhar Magic is a one of those 4D experiences where you sit in a theater and they give you 3D glasses, and then they have in theater effects that bring you into the film. And the idea is that Donald, who is one of my favorite characters, gets into mischief with Mickey Sorcerer's hat and ends up whooshing his way through a lot of musical Disney moments, right? So they do like Lion King and Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and all that kind of stuff. Uh, All really fun, super fun show. Uh, I believe they've put it in Disneyland now, right? Is it officially in Disneyland? Uh, It's at the old, it's in California Adventure where the theater was. Oh, the Bugs Life Theater. Yeah, the Bugs Life is that it? No, 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 no. That's not it. Um, the one that, oh, that we saw the Oprah movie in when they were doing like the Oprah oh, the Muppet Theater, the old Muppet Theater. That's what it is. Is where they put it. And okay. I was just wondering. I wonder if they have theaters like that throughout different parks, where if they give it updates, 
it might fit into those theaters better. And so they can retrofit other theaters and other parks more. So like in the tree of life, if they did more of the animal kind of things, you think they could do the, the PhilharMagic there? I mean, I wonder, I wonder if that's the case or if there's parks overseas that they're also trying to revamp and trying to take it to those theaters that, because this is, they have a lot of those theaters. It's the tree of life. One was one that, you know, yeah. just recently um, had a, go through some changes and then um where they had um captain eo that theater is always questionable on what they're doing right. inside of those theaters so but I that one's if, not really set up for 4d not it's fully it's no. more just a big theater it was like the original 4d theater wasn't it it was awesome they the floor moved in there which i thought was i mean as a kid it was terrifying right but uh <laughs> the floor would move and then they would have lasers that shot over the audience and things like that oh that's what it's missing it's missing the lasers they, yeah they there is a severe lack of lasers at For disney sure. um but yeah, there there are a lot of those like 4D kind of things. They became very popular like in the late 90s, early 2000s where people are like, oh my goodness, it's like you're really there, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but now with all the theaters and technology, it really does feel like you're there. Yeah, so. some. I think yeah. me as a child would be terrified of some of these things. Completely true. I wonder if that is why. Otherwise, I'm totally happy that it's getting an update. I hope like obviously it's unbelievable at how fun that show is like That's you don't expect time. it to be that good mm-hmm. but part of that is because of the theater at magic kingdom that makes it so good right yeah it's a fun it's a fun attraction and to finally get around to it they're putting a coco scene into philhar magic which oh, is super great. exciting uh they've commented on how beautiful the the world is in Coco. They've have this beautiful, vibrant, colorful world that works really well for Philhar magic. Yeah. And there's so much going on that, um, it's easy to get Donald flustered and running around like a crazy person in, in the world of Coco. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely true. Hilarious. Every time we watch the show, I'm like, we have to make a patch about something. Right. Take any part of that scene that you want. It'll be great. Yeah, because we've talked about that a few times for sure. Um, so I'm excited to go and see the new Coco insert into Philhar Magic. Uh, it looks like it'll be a great time. I'm not sure when it actually debuts or if it's been officially put in yet, but uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, because really all they have to do is just release that one morning and then voila, it's a new scene. Do you think it's all digital where they're just like, oh, there's an update for your Philhar Magic? like a like an old itunes update <laughs> and it just updates in that yeah basically oh, there you go. i would imagine it is um, obviously like they they have to make the content and everything else right and rework it that way yeah so that would take a lot of work but then as far as the releases that's what's great about some of these screen attractions is they are able to update them you know sometimes multiple times throughout the day so it'll be one thing in the morning and another thing at night yeah like the the guardians of the galaxy ride yeah pretty great great stuff except for it's scary and i don't like it scary <laughs> except for that and oh how's this for a transition guardians of the galaxy used to be tower of terror which was the hollywood tower hotel which brings me to my next question for you uh-huh. Steve. when you check into a hotel when you're going to let's just say i don't know disney um a lot of people we watch quite a few people online who um go to these places and kind of review the resorts and whatnot, letting you know what kind of amenities they have and things like that. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, Oh, 
Look at all this storage space for your clothes. Look at all these drawers. Look at all this hanging space. And I legitimately, I want to know, does anybody unpack in a hotel when you go on vacation? Like, are you taking out your socks and underwear and putting them in a drawer and like hanging up your t-shirts like is this something that people do do people do this stuff i barely do it at home why am i gonna do it (laughs) i live out of a laundry bag (laughs) it's completely true no i just i find it very interesting because almost every hotel room has like a chest of drawers in it yeah and like maybe the hanging stuff makes sense if you have like shirts that you don't want them to be wrinkly or whatever maybe yeah but i don't know i i know one person that mm-hmm. that unpacks into a hotel room and they're already a little crazy mm-hmm. so i just kind of take it in stride but i can't think of many people that do it normally i had one friend that the moment that he would get to like las vegas he would unpack everything and put everything away and iron his clothes and all of that really? stuff. and the ironing and stuff made sense because then he could go anytime he wanted to and didn't have to worry about it i guess but it would take him quite some time and i was like wow look what at kind you. of fancy clothes you're wearing that you need to iron your clothes in vegas at vegas nightclubs you have to go in pretty pretty nicely dressed and obviously when we go on like cruises on a cruise you're literally going back to your room multiple times throughout the day and they're so small you and you're on there to, for like a week yeah literally for a full week if, and that would be the thing if we were to ever stay at a place for a full week I probably would get settled in quite a bit more okay. but when we only go for four days there's just absolutely it just doesn't make sense especially since like as soon as you are done with that day you just I don't know it just absolutely I don't know and what is great about it is a lot of the rooms as they update them now are putting in less drawers and then they're putting in like kitchenettes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would I would much rather have a fridge and a microwave than drawer space. Do you remember when that had to be a special request yes. or an upgrade that they're like, oh, but it has a kitchenette. And you're like, or not a kitchenette, but it's even got just, a refrigerator in it. It's got a refrigerator. And you're like, oh, fancy. And now you're like, I would hope so. Yeah. What kind of what kind of awful rundown place you have here if you don't have a refrigerator in That's, the room? So I like that they've replaced the that, you know, they've replaced the the uh dresser with a microwave i think I just guess. like even though even though we don't ever use the microwave either so we've used it a couple times yeah but like legitimately I, I think the fear that my mother instilled in me of forgetting things yeah is really heightened at the idea of putting all my socks and stuff into a drawer and then just leaving them there do you think families with like four kids or two kids and two adults would have to put things in drawers better to try to stay organized because they're going through so much stuff so quickly and things. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I mean, it might be easier to have your stuff pulled out and then as things get used and dirty, you just throw them in your suitcase and then when you get home, you just dump the whole suitcase in the washing machine or something. Yeah, I honestly don't know how a family of four goes on vacation without like an Airbnb. I I don't know how people go on vacation (laughs) with children at all. They seem like like a lot of work, you guys. (laughs) <laughs> I can like I'm enough work already right I'm like Steve stop spilling on yourself totally true no you can't have a nap right now we're at Disneyland we paid a lot of money to get in here <laughs> you're the one that actually wants a stroller that I can push you in oh my gosh I would actually. love a stroller yeah have you seen some of these kids their strollers are like full-on air-conditioned fortresses that I'm like yeah I would much rather be sitting in that than walking everywhere all day. I had the worst cheapest 
awful stroller when I was a kid. <laughs> it was made out of wood. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Metal wheels. The wheels were square, <laughs> so it was just thump, thump, thump. The, the circle hadn't been invented yet, so it was just running from dinosaurs with my square wheels. I legitimately have no idea. I can't remember it still at all. <laughs> but I would imagine it would have been. I do know that like my niece, when she, her stroller was like the most simple stroller you could buy, and I loved it. Like It was just very easy. Yeah. These new ones, I, they, I don't feel like they even fully fold up, fold up anymore. It's like so. a limousine. Like yeah. You can fit four kids in one of those things. And Didn't they, they have- actually call it the limousine stroller for a while? I don't know, but I, I do know that they don't allow the double wides anymore at Disney. Yeah. You have to have a single wide. Uh, but even with that, like they ha- now kids, they have like the iPads that they can sit, they can watch Disney movies in line instead of actually just having to stand there and mm-hmm. air conditioning. And if they get to, if it gets, starts raining, they have a cover. I'm like, this is the way to do it. Way to go, kids. You have, you have it great. Cause it's 100% how I would want to do Disney if I was a kid. Yeah. It would be great. It'd be a good time. Mm. It's a good life these people leave. I want to. I, <sighs> I, this is what I want. I want a stroller to sit in. I want drawers to put my clothes in. <laughs> you want candy? <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying no to candy. Candy is my next subject that I want. I'm doing okay. really good at the transitions. Oh, there we go. We're going on to candy. Then. We're going. We're talking about candy because this week I remembered something and I I had to look it up right away. So. Uh, Folks at home, let me know if this was true for you also. As a kid, I was always told when you got a Tootsie Pop, that's the suckers with the Tootsie Roll center, you know, one, two, three. (laughs) Uh, When you take off the wrapper, there's a bunch of uh, images of kids in different activities. Uh And if you found the Native American kid, he was pointing a bow at a star. And if you if you had that on your wrapper, you could take it back to the store and get a free Tootsie Pop. Yeah, I never actually saw it happen. Um, and I don't like with a supermarket. I don't know who you would go to. to right. ha- who would you hand that? I mean, I worked at a grocery store, and if some kid walked up to me with a wrapper and said, "I want a free Tootsie Pop," I'd be like, "I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. There, I, I have no authority to give you anything." You know, so. Maybe it was a small town thing, but where did I hear this from? Why is this a thing? I am here to tell you that I also heard that as a kid. Yeah. And not only did I hear that, but we did that. What? We would go to our local walkers that was down on the corner and um, you would be able to take it in. And so we did it like two, maybe three times we did it. And I did not even like the Tootsie Pop. What? Oh, okay. But now that's blasphemous. <laughs> like, I mean, it was, and I won't accept that. It was fine enough. But when you have Mambas, do you really want the Tootsie Pop? Really? Mamba? Really? But because you, but because there was a potential that you could get the free one, you'd be like, all right, well, I'll get this one because you just never know. I might get two of the candies I don't want <laughs> as opposed to one. <laughs> but but I the might guy, get two things I hate. Yeah, Wonderful. Right? And like the, and now that I'm thinking about it, the guy that worked behind the cash register when he did give us that, he was our crossing guard too. Like he was an older retired guy that was super nice. Oh. And so maybe like he just was like, oh, these poor kids. <laughs> like they, 
these like literally poor children suckers you know and maybe he just paid for the 10 cent candy out of his own pocket maybe i don't know five cents that's probably what they were okay because then finally like we went back like the third time and the the girl working that time she was like i what what is this (laughs) why are you handing me trash i don't want your trash I honestly thought that there was like even a place in the cash register that they would put the the candy wrapper. They had with. a candy wrapper slot in their cash it register. It was with like all the coupons and things. I, I swear know. they did it. Maybe not though. Well, I don't know. Here's the great thing about it is that uh, I went online as I do to try to find out where this is if it had any factual basis whatsoever. Yeah, online had not been invented when I was a kid, so. <laughs> Well, with your square-wheeled wooden <laughs> stroller, I would not be surprised. <laughs> We're still using carrier pigeons to uh, send messages. Right. Uh, I went on there, and there was an official uh, statement from the Tootsie Pop Tootsie Roll Company. Okay. And basically, they said, we have no idea how this got started. I don't know who told you people this, but you're crazy, because it's uh-huh. not a thing. It was never a thing. You guys just made this up. And... Like, I don't, I, that's why I'm so shocked that somebody actually did it. And maybe well, it had your to have, place is the reason that everybody found out about it. Small town walkers in Utah. You can still do it today. That's no, not even know. a thing. There it's aren't even a a walkers around. There's one. There's still the one. Is there? Cross the street from elementary. Oh, I am taking there. all of my saved Tootsie wrappers. Could you Because I've been saving them since I was a child. I'm just kidding. I have not. That's silly. That would be silly to save them all. Like, <laughs> here's here's you know thirty five years worth of Tootsie Pop wrappers, and I want all. <laughs> oh my gosh! They they yeah. There's no limit. And see, that's the thing too. There isn't. There isn't like any. They'd almost have to have a limited limitation printed on the wrapper if that were to be a thing, right? Like, there obviously be a, is a big enough of a concern that they had to address it on their site. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm still shocked as to. The fact that somebody actually did it because I heard about it a lot as a kid, but I'd never met anybody that had actually gotten one. Mm. And it was more of just a fun thing that you were like, oh, look, I have a star. I get free candy. And then, you know, of course you would throw it away because who's like I said, who are you going to go and ask for free candy? I don't know. So the crossing guard that happens to work at Walker's the cr- your crossing guard that's taking a pay cut to pass out candy to children. Totally apparently true. they deserve all the all the free Tootsie Pops for being that nice about it. Yeah. After she told me no one, no once, I never, you know, ate a Tootsie Pop again because, like, who wants to? I okay. <laughs> like I said, that's libel, I believe, or is it slander? <laughs> it's slander when it's spoken. That's slanderous, and I refuse. Oh, the slander! The slander of it all. <laughs> um. Anyway. That's an obscure topic that I wanted to bring up just for fun. But I do actually have a Disney obscure topic to talk about. Okay. Uh, Tell me, Steve, if you were ever in the parks when this happened. I think I would know, but I'm asking you anyway. Have you ever gone to throw away one of those very rare starred Tootsie Roll wrappers at a Disney park? Never. And the trash can spoke to you as you were throwing it away? No. 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 I wouldn't think so. Disney does a lot of things, but I've not had that ever. Happen. Okay. Because there was a very famous trash can at Disneyland and at a lot of, apparently at a lot of Disney parks called push the trash can. Um, so-called because it just said push on the little flap on the front of the garbage can. Yeah. They all say push. They, well, yeah. Well, not, do they all say push? Uh-huh. Oh, I hadn't noticed either way. 
push the truck talking trash can uh, was a robotic trash can that was on wheels and had a speaker and it would roll around Tomorrowland talking to people. Oh, that's fun. Which is just one of those things that's just weird enough and just obscure enough that people are like, I've never seen it. You're just making that up. And then when you actually see footage of it, you're like, oh my gosh, they really did that? Yeah. That's absolutely insane. And it's it's so just extra. Yeah. That there's no <laughs> reason for it. It's just like a thing, right? And I remember it being a thing at Disneyland that people would talk about. Uh-huh. Um, I never personally saw push, but when I went to do some research on push and figure out what it was, I didn't realize that they were all over the place. They had it at Disneyland. They had it at Disney California adventure. They had it at Hong Kong, Disneyland, Disneyland, Paris, Tokyo, Disneyland. All of these places had push rolling around oh that's fun and i had no idea it was that widespread i thought it was just like this weird little niche thing that they rolled it out to a lot of the different parks right and it was it was a cool thing apparently in some places it's still a cool thing yeah where things are going on apparently there is uh a recycling bin named pippa at disney's animal kingdom that now it is my personal goal to find Pippa the recycling bin at Animal Kingdom. Uh, But uh, the one at Magic Kingdom for some reason um, people loved the one at Magic Kingdom a lot. There was a there was an effort to elect him as mayor of Tomorrowland. (laughs) I would totally which is his name. Who am I doing the right in? Push. Okay. Push. Push. Um, You know this is it's totally up to you if you want to ele- elect a trash can to, to be mayor. <laughs> uh, but what's great about it is that it was run by a cast member that was nearby. So it could actively interact with people as yeah. he was rolling around the parks, which is well, a crazy job. Yeah. How do you how do you get that job? Aren't they working a lot on these animatronics right now when they were trying to like bring bb8 to the park and different things too yeah and they they've had other walk around characters they had a dinosaur that pulled a wagon that was freestanding they also had uh bunsen and beaker on like a a weird machine type of thing those are muppets if you didn't know um and so they have like these freestanding things and i seem to remember seeing that they had a two-legged like a walking robot that they've been working on oh that's cool uh to but i i don't know how that would work in a park but um i just i find it very fascinating that they put this much effort into this garbage can and how delighted they must have been to have people legitimately really love this concept and you think that pippin is still in um the it's still in the park pippa yeah Yeah. i i assume so uh everything that i've seen says that she is i think it's a she the name pippa just sounds female to me i might be wrong yeah um but like literally it goes around and asks people to put trash in it so like you're like throwing 
trash into this robot. I hopefully no one throws away like a drink cup or anything in there because oh, it probably ruined it. Totally well. Um, but unfortunately, we probably won't be able to see Push because uh, he was retired in 2014 down at Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. Why? why? I, Do you remember I, why? I, it doesn't say. It just, legitimately says uh, on February 10th, 2014, despite that's a... That's my birthday. Oh, you killed Push. Oh well God. done. Oh. There can only be one. <laughs> uh, on February 10th, 2014, despite a social media campaign, particularly on Twitter using the hashtag SavePush, yeah. Push the Talking Trash Can was retired at Walt Disney World. Oh. So I'm not sure why all these other parks get to keep playing with Push the Trash Can, but Florida, they just decided you don't get one. Oh, that's sad. Isn't that sad? And then, as an extra weird thing, uh, there's a talking palm tree in the front entrance of Animal Kingdom that I had no idea was there. His name is Wes Palm. I have, I I don't know. I've never seen it. So uh, maybe we'll have to look for Wes Palm when we're going to Animal Kingdom next. Yeah, we're totally adding that to our to-do list. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to start asking cast members and they're going to think we're insane. We're like, where's the talking palm tree? (laughs) And they're like, uh, (laughs) there is no talking palm tree here. Interestingly enough, with the um, pandemic when the parks reopened they had you know because they do have like the push part of the garbage can that stays closed and you had to push on it to be open uh-huh. which all the time was a little bit gross but it's better than like smelling the trash all day long apparently and it keeps things out of it yeah you don't want birds and stuff flying into the trash cans. yeah 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 them i guess would make sense so they but during the um pandemic when they reopened they had they braced them all open so that you didn't have to touch them anymore and now mm. they've started uh reinventing the the garbage can so the part where you put the trash in is smaller and um that there's no lid there anymore basically right so like the yeah part- the the actual push things on the front of those things were always gross like there's nothing you can do about it people are pushing trash up against yeah it. and nobody wants to actually touch it very much although disney as far as it goes is like one of the better ones to have. Sure. Right? They, they're pretty active in cleaning things and whatnot. Even yeah. before the pandemic, they were pretty good about it. Yeah, they totally were. So it's never been too terribly bad there, but they're reinventing the garbage can completely now so that the, that they, there has just an openings availability for you to put your trash into. So right. yeah, we'll see how long those are before, you know, maybe that will bring pushback when that all happens. <laughs> you want Who some knows? pushback? Yeah. Push. okay let's get it trending on twitter hashtag Hashtag pushback pushback. stop it i love it so much (laughs) that's so great uh sounds like a good time so next time you're at a disney park uh look around for random things that might talk to you who knows you might (laughs) might start a conversation with something you didn't plan on actually uh having a conversation with speaking of which at animal kingdom there's also the lady i believe her name is divine yeah and she's like a a woman made of ivy and she's on stilts like arm and leg stilts so she's just this huge creature in in animal kingdom yeah we've seen her once one time very impressive it felt very magical yeah it really did because it's not (laughs) like it's not like a full-on meet and greet it's just this thing that's kind of standing in the foliage foliage and then she just kind of moves and you're like oh ever so that's slowly. a thing that's a person yeah. there's a thing in there it's very cool yeah it's pretty cool and you never know when you're gonna see him right yeah 
that was the thing with divine. I imagine these other things you same thing with push. Like when push is out and about, you would never know for sure that he's going to be out. Yeah. I, so. They're not on a schedule. Uh, so it's always exciting to see what kind of weird things that they might put out in a Disney park. Sounds fun. Can't wait to go back. Yeah. But it's like I always say, don't throw away your Tootsie Pop wrappers into Pippa at Animal Kingdom because you might get a free Tootsie Pop out of it. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.